Welcome back to TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans. Joined in studio, as always, with my student co-hosts, Jaden Locker and Balin Middleton. We have a lot of special guests stopping in this week. I know we have Miss Danica Aday sitting across the table from us this morning. Glad to see you here. So, Balin, I know you want to go ahead and get this started for us. Okay, so this Friday is our annual pink out game, and Anchor does a lot to support that. So, what are the plans for Anchor Club this year in the pink out game? All right, so um, for Anchor Club this year, for our Pink Out game, we're also um, partnering with our community outreach PLC. I'm a group of teachers that are um, helping with different projects this year um, in our community and with the school. So for this Friday, we want you to um, pink out, wear as much pink as you can on Friday. Um, We have a a lot of teachers in our district and at our school that have had some cancer different types of cancer Mm -hmm. and we just want to show support for them um so wear pink um we're gonna have pink ribbons for you to wear so all the students are going to get a ribbon on friday and all the teachers are going to have a ribbon to wear um friday night we're going to have the football field decorated um in pink we're going to have some balloons that you can fly um for loved ones maybe that have passed from cancer um, to show support, and then we have different businesses that are donating um, pumpkins that have been decorated um, for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we're going to have a raffle for those and give them away. That was a lot of fun last year, so we plan to do that again. Um, if any of our clubs or organizations maybe have looked on the TV around the school, we've had an ad um, for different clubs to decorate a pumpkin and donate, so if any students want to get involved and do a pumpkin, we have you can donate one, decorate one, and donate it. Can you take me a little bit behind the scenes? Like, how, how long have you been preparing for this pink out game? Or, um, I mean, it sounds like a lot. So, how how many how like long does it take you to prepare for something like this? Um, since I did it last year too, I've been thinking about it since then. Actually, <laughs> like, what can I do different? Um, and just getting my mind on it. But we've been um, ever since school started. So in August, we um, met with our groups and started planning and. We've been calling different businesses, going around in town, um, Tishomingo and Burnsville, Iuka, and getting flyers out for the businesses and contacting them. Um, we've had to make all of our ads, so we've we've been working on it about two months. I'm going to stray away a little bit from the Pink Out game, just uh, hear, hear a little bit about what you do and what, what the Anchor Club is. So what I do as a teacher at TC or? Uh, just like what y'all do at Anchor Club, like what all do y'all do during the school year and stuff like that? Okay, so Anchor Club um, is community outreach um, service club that we have here at the high school, and our students um, have different projects that we do throughout the year. So for the month of October, we're going to fundraise the boot grams. Um, we have the pink out game. We have the trunk or treat that the community outreach PLC and Anchor will be helping with um, for the community. We do the downtown trunk or treat, participate there. Um, we help the nursing home in town. So for Christmas, we'll buy their gifts. We usually try to take them little candy bags at Halloween and Valentine's Day. Um, and then we've done Easter baskets for them um, at Easter. And we um, have different things that we're trying to work on. So we're always coming up with something new, but we usually partner with um, like the school and then the nursing home. And then there's another organization called Spreading Sunshine that we take donations for. So how can a student here at TC become involved with Anchor Club? Um, We had sign-ups in September. So um, we have 52 anchors this year. Great. Um, But we have a 
deadlines that we have to meet with the international organization. So this year we're not taking any more anchor members, but next year um, in August you can look for us to put that out. You just have to sign up and say you'll meet the requirements and Mm -hmm. pay dues, and then you can start participating and being involved. Well, there again, public service is such an important part of these students' um, learning, and we're so happy that you take the time out of your busy schedule every year to chair this club and also all the work you do for Pink Out and Trunk or Treat. I know I've seen you throughout the year. You've been busy, busy, busy running, running from place to place, getting all of this together. So we definitely do appreciate all your hard work here at TC. I know the students do as well. So if there's anything, is there anything else you need to let us know about Pink Out for Friday uh, that we may have missed leading up to this? I think that's it. Just make sure you um, dress up and you support on Friday during school and come out to the game on Friday night and help support as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Miss A-Day, for taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule this morning. I know you've got to get back into the classroom, so thanks as always, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to TC Braves Nation. Well, we have another special guest across the desk from us this morning. Coach Corey Quinn, glad to see you in studio with us today. Yeah, good to be back. Well, Coach Quinn, I know it's been an exciting couple of weeks. So I know this season's starting to roll down on the other side of it. So I know these guys here have some questions for you to get started. So, Coach Quinn, I'm just going to recap a little bit about the Amory game because um, that's one of our most recent played games. And uh, I would I think that we've done a pretty solid job defensively, considering that they had a solid offensive line, and uh, there there's just a bunch of factors in it. And I thought that we didn't play we didn't play terrible in my opinion. We we played pretty good and we held with them um, pretty good in my opinion. So I just want you to talk a little bit about that um, offensive offensively wise, like. We didn't do we didn't do terrible either. So I mean, they were just a good team, and you play good teams every once in a while. So that's just what's going to happen. Well, you know, we're going to play them every every Friday in our division. You know, moving forward, and we're going to have teams that are you know quote unquote really good on paper and um, all that good stuff. But I I have challenged our guys that the the Braves have got to stop beating the Braves. We've got to let somebody else try to beat us at some point in time. Uh, it's discouraging when you're playing a team and you're trying to punch out of your weight class a little bit. Um, you know, they're, they're preseason picked first or second in our league and, and all that. So, you know, we, we had a pick six on the second play of the game. Um, and, you know, and the, the next series we're moving the ball and we get past midfield, it's fourth and five, and I'm rolling the dice because that's what you do when you play teams that are, you know, that are really good like that. And you, you have to create more possessions. You have to, you have to do things like that. Um, if we would have scored there, I was going to onside kick, you know, because why not? Um, we were we were coming in there and trying to scratch, but um, we we hit a we hit a big completion over the middle. It's going to be first down, and we cough the ball up, and then that leads to another one of their scores. So it's fourteen to nothing before we can ever really settle into the game. And I, and I know that you know when you're playing good football teams, they put pressure and they apply pressure in different ways. Uh, we didn't do a good job of handling that and weathering the storm early and kind of settling in and being able to play a football game. So that's something that we've got to work on. And, uh, you know, in my post-game comments, you know, to the kids, that's something that we've got to push through is is that mental block that we have of, hey, it's a really big game. Hey, we're playing a good team. You know, we've got to start playing like, you know, executing like we belong and competing for four quarters. That's our next step. 
On Friday, I saw a couple underclassmen like Graydon and Chase make amazing catches on offense. How is that going to further help you in the future? Well, it's just it's good anytime those guys those guys perform. Uh, you know, we're still a relatively young outfit everywhere, but offensive line. So, you know, watching you know watching Chase hang in there and make good plays against the competition that we're playing. Chase is Chase is you know. He he doesn't rattle easy. He's he's a big he's a big game kind of kind of player and a big game guy. And it's it's really fun watching him mature. You know, like when I before I got this job and I was watching you know film of the twenty twenty one season and you know seeing this little kid out there you know as a freshman out there starting at corner and didn't really know a whole lot of what was going on. And then last year to see him, he kind of he kind of kept coming on and at the end of the season was starting for us at receiver and at corner. And now, you know, he's the guy that we're, you know, X is our best receiver. That's where Chase plays. And then I put him in the middle of the field on defense, and I call him the magic eraser. You know, if something goes wrong, he's got to <laughs> fix it. So uh, it's been really cool to watch his evolution and development. And I know that, you know, after a, after an off season and, you know, being in the weight room still and, you know, working on his agility and stuff out on the basketball court and going to watch him play out there, that he's going to have a phenomenal year next year too. So, Coach, here recently you said it, like like you said at the beginning of the game, I mean, we started out a little rocky. So, how do you plan to kind of change that, like where we don't start out so rocky next time, you know? I got to have a better script. Uh, that's that's one of the things that I can control is uh, putting Eli in positions where he feels comfortable and uh, making sure that, you know, on our, on our things that we're optioning or reading that we don't put the ball in harm's way early. You know, like I've got to do easier stuff for him to kind of let him settle in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times you, you work on that script all week and you get about eight plays that you start out with that you really like. And sometimes I'm on script with a touchdown on play eight. And sometimes I'm off script on play three, just depending on how the defense lines up and how things, you know, like how things, you know, go from there. You might get behind the sticks and be in a really long, you know, down a distance situation. Or you might – you know, you, your script might be on fire, you know, and you score a touchdown at the end of it. So that's something that I definitely can control. It's the order of plays and, you know, trying to do things, put the other defense in conflict and um, have it bother them. And, and I say that, you know, starting out because I have not lost a coin toss yet this year. I don't know if anybody knows <laughs> yeah, that. I've kept up with that stat. But um, the Braves are undefeated in coin tosses. So we plan on getting the ball again Friday night first. Okay. So moving on to Friday, how are you preparing your team to play? Ripley just taking a new week and a new challenge like I'm I'm taking the approach with our guys of let's start taking these these big chances where we're playing these really good teams let's start viewing them as opportunities to spring upsets right you know and beat teams that quote unquote nobody is expecting us to beat um and I and I and I'm just I'm just up front with them and honest with them and I'm not going to tell them like hey we're going to get in there three yards of a cloud of dust and dirt roll these these guys it's not going to happen right we've got to do things differently we've got to be better than everyone else we've got to execute at a higher level than other teams to be in a game in the fourth quarter so uh you know a game like this is the same challenge i had with our defense last week we've got to force four turnovers we got to have them offense we've got to score 28 points off four turnovers to be in a ball game at the end so I think acknowledging – I don't think there's anything ever wrong with acknowledging that you were an underdog. I think that you actually play to your strengths as an underdog. You have a good shot to win. So that's the thing that I'm trying to impart on these guys is every one of these games is an opportunity to do something that's never been done here before. You know, we, when I got here, I did not inherit a full trophy case. 
you know, or a whole bunch of history or tradition. But we know that. So every time that we practice, every time we're together, we are writing our own story as far as what we want our tradition to be, what we want, you know, next year's team to look like, and trying to get these guys that are playing now to understand that this is a process. It's not a, you know, it's not a, hey, we lost to South Pine Top, balloon popped, it's over with, you know. We've got to keep playing. We've got to keep fighting because the things that we do these last few weeks will echo on for them for the rest mm -hmm. of their lives. So, Coach, going into, like, these tough games, especially in the vision, so how do you preach to the team that, I mean, you can't, like, stay in your head mentally, you know? Like, you, you got to go in thinking you're going to win. Like, that's that's the mindset you need to have going into these type of games. And so, like, how do you preach that to them? Just, I mean, I'm just going to keep screaming into the ether until they finally, you know, until they finally <laughs> recognize, you know. I mean, I, I just, like I've always told them, I'm just, I'm going to be more stubborn than they are, right? Mm -hmm. And we're going to keep preaching, you know, the – like, we're going to do things right. We're going to win. We're going to practice hard. I'm going to make every scout card to make sure you get the right looks you're going to see on Friday. I'm going to be on your tail to do things the right way, right? And we need to see that pay off. As you said earlier, we're going to have to be better at the basics and the simplicity of the game than other people. So how every day are you trying to get us better at that to where we execute the small plays and it helps us overall? So in our drill work, like we do, we do a drill called uh, it's called perfect drill, really. But it's a it's a catch it's a it's a fundamental catching drill, right? We're high knees, pumping our pumping our legs, catching the ball, seated into the tuck, you know, like all the little things that I coach detail wise like you know when Eli's throwing making sure he gets his hip through the ball it's things like that that we have to be masters of right we have to be masters of details um when we tackle we got to make sure we get our head in the right spot you know right we keep our head out of the tackle we're out of thigh we're wrapping and then getting other people to the people to the football so it's things like that and still preaching that little things matter Details matter when we're flexing. Everybody's behind the line. When we're running sprints at the end of practice, everybody touches the line. Those are the things that contribute over time to winning and losing, right? We've got to get to where we are more – and this is so hard with high schoolers. No offense, high schoolers on the podcast, but y'all know. You know your peers, right? Consistency is the hardest thing to find in a 14 to 18-year-old, right? It's just not – it's not normal. And it wasn't that long ago that I was a 14 to 18 year old. So I remember, you know, but we've got to be more consistent and we've got to pursue greatness consistently in the details. And once we start doing that, once that light switch comes on, we can compete and we can hang in there with other teams. Well, all right, Coach. Thank you so much, as always, for spending the time out of your busy morning to sit down with us here on TC Braves Nation. We wish you the best of luck Friday night. And everyone, please be sure to come out and support these Braves as they play. So we'll be right back. And welcome back to TC Braves Nation. Well, we've got another special guest in studio with us this morning, Drum Major Evan Knoll. Evan, good to see you back here with us today. It's good to be here with y'all. I'm glad y'all asked me to come on and talk for a little bit. Absolutely. Baylin, I know you've got some questions for Evan starting out. Okay, Evan. So, y'all have done really well the past two weeks in the competition. Tell us how you've prepared for this season. So, we prepared really hard with our new director, Mr. Howard, and others working on basic marching fundamentals. This year, we've actually got some of the highest marks we've ever received in basic marching. 
our music's kind of slowing down a little bit, but we've been working on that this week, trying to get prepared for our evaluation this weekend. Okay, as you said, you told us earlier that state evaluation is this weekend in Tupelo. So how are you and your – this crew at this yeah, time. I mean, yeah, crew, you're, staff, you're, every word yeah. call. <laughs> your crew basically preparing and mentally checking in for this big part of the season. So we typically set up our competitions in a way where we go to one that's not really easy, but it's on the easier side of competitions in Russellville so we can get a really good – feel afterwards and then we go to northeast which is a very rough competition for us and they typically hammer us down pretty hard so that way we could get back into the okay this isn't a regular competition coming up this is the one that matters for us so they gave us a lot of good comp, comp comments last week uh, they actually have five band judges so we wow. have five band just strictly band judge tapes to listen to to get us really prepared and mentally ready for this weekend that's coming up so, Evan, I ain't got to talk to you much about band. And <clears throat> this year is your first year being uh, uh, the band director. Is that what you call it? What do you, what do you call it? Drum major? Drum major. Gotcha. Yes, All right. Um, so, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about, was that your plans since, like, freshman year to come up here and uh, be a drum major? Um, is that what you had in mind? Or was you going to kind of play it cool and sit in the back? Or Because now you're kind of leading. You're like the quarterback of the band, right? You know, the quarterback's kind of the leader of the football team. Uh, point guards, the leader of the basketball team, and now you're the leader of the band. So I just wanted to ask you if that was kind of your plan from the get-go. So not necessarily. I'd always been interested in it since joining band back in sixth grade. I've been around the high school program for many years. Always been interested in it, but I didn't really decide that I wanted to actually go for it until about the start of last year, junior year. Kurt Carmen was drum major at the time, and he was going to graduate out. And so – me and a few others tried out. Cole ended up getting it, did a great job, phenomenal phenomenal conductor and leader for the program. Kind of – I watched, sat back and watched him a little bit and gained a little insight, and then I tried out again this year and then eventually got it. So I'd always thought about doing it, but I didn't really decide to until I was about a junior. How does the tryout process go for drum major like? So we have a very – I won't, I won't say rigorous trial. It's more of a, a testing of your mental stability and how well you are capable to lead a program. So our trial consists of some basic conducting. You have to write your own routine, conducting routine to a song that's picked out for you. But the main part of the trial is going to be the interview session. You sit there with the judge, and they sit there and they ask you questions and questions about situations that may come up or other things that – might happen during your tenure so you can see if you're prepared to take those and those actually are worth most of the points for your tryout process. So uh, can you kind of walk me through like a week of uh, y'all preparing for either a game or a competition because I'm just curious as to what what y'all do to get ready for competitions or maybe the Friday, Friday night and stuff like that. So Monday we typically have what we do is we listen to tapes or watch video, kind of like film study. Mm. Uh, we watch and we talk and we discuss how we're going to go about things for that week. Um, Tuesdays, we have outdoor rehearsals pretty much for most of the rehearsal. That's when we would learn all of our new stuff, such as new drill to put on the final movement or new visuals or stuff to make the show a little bit more flashy. And then we spend the rest of the week what we call cleaning it, making sure it looks good. Because the whole point of the band program is to show that everyone can come together as one and just prepare that away. So 
of having as many people there for rehearsal helps and then we just work on cleaning sometimes we have to respray some certain sets and stuff so we can make sure that those are the exact form they're supposed to be break down count structures we typically do music on Wednesdays we just work on peer music we stay inside make sure that everybody's listening and playing intonation and blending very well with each other and then the day before or whatever we'll on a game day we'll work on some stand tunes that way we're give it a little break and then we're ready for that night and then we hope to have a good performance on Friday that way we can go into Saturday feeling really good about ourselves. So um, having a new band director which she's worked around TC, um, TC band for a while though I'm pretty sure am I correct Miss Phillips, um, how have you had to adjust to the changes that she's been making um, now that you're like the leader and stuff you, you kind of have to adjust and uh, turn everyone into a positive way because you know sometimes change ain't for everyone you know yeah so we got pretty lucky with that considering she's been around for a while most programs when they lose a head director like that or any situation where they lose a director a lot of members will quit because they don't want to deal with the change because it is very hard for them luckily since she took the job and she was already the assistant for so long many had gotten very used to her so her style really hasn't changed too much but it has changed a little bit but we've done pretty good on sticking with it and everything well evan we do appreciate you sitting in and keeping us updated on the band you guys have done a great job this year we're all very very proud of you it's a lot of hard work i know when i'm leaving late some evenings y'all are y'all are still going so it it is definitely um awesome in what y'all have been able to do here this year at tc so as always we'll get you back in studio throughout the rest of the year so uh we're gonna we'll go ahead and wrap this one up We'll be right back. And we're back with TC Braves Nation. Well, we've got some more special guests in studio with us now. We have some members of the TC Drama Department. We've got Levi Loveless and Molly Luttrell. Glad to see you across the desk from us. So I know you've got a few questions to go ahead and ask them. Yeah, so um, this is kind of a question for both of y'all. Uh, so... Y'all are doing the Adams Family, so I just wanted to ask a little bit what y'all's roles are and uh, what y'all are going to be doing in the play. I'll let Molly start it off first. Well, this year in the Adams Family play, I'm an ancestor, so I'm just kind of always on stage in most of the scenes. We dance and sing a lot. Not saying I'm the best at it, but it's it's a fun role to have. Leva. So I don't know really know how much I can say about my character without spoiling the whole show. Okay, yeah, no spoilers, no spoilers. Miss Hines would would get on to us all for that. Yes, sir. Uh, I, my role is Mal Benicki, and he's just an important character in the show, and I guess that's all really I can say <laughs> without confusing everybody. Well, this looks – I mean, this show looks so fun. Yeah. I, I was looking at the sets yesterday, and I know y'all have been rehearsing, and we're – I know Showtime is what? It's coming up the end of this month, isn't it? In 16 days is our first show. Goodness gracious. That's that's a lot to get ready for. So um, what are some things? So you said you found the show fun. I think the Adams Family is going to be a great, great one. Is it is it off of, is it going back to the old television show, or is it playing off the later movies, or is it just kind of a blend between the two? It's a lot of the same characters with a different storyline. So okay. this Adams Family play focuses on Wednesday, um, kind of finding love, I guess you could okay. say, and how her family reacts to that. Um, 
Yeah, so it's it's the same characters, different okay. storyline. All right, that's cool. That should be that should be fun. Yeah, I'm so excited to see the play. How have y'all been preparing over the last few months to get ready for the show? Well, we've done several. Just we've been working hard and singing and just blocking up and choreographing all the different songs and dances in the mornings. And we've had a few like rehearsals on Saturdays and one of them was like four hours and. I was done after that one. <laughs> We've been putting in a lot of work, and I think it's going to be really good. So. I don't want to look ahead too far, but don't y'all have two plays too? So, like, I mean, it's kind of a lot to do in the year. So, I, I mean, it's kind of like a – I guess I, I like to look at, like, the way you have, you have to mentally prepare yourself, I know, because, like, it's – like you said, four hours of practice is a lot, you know, and it's a lot to remember because, I mean, you don't really have a script to look off of or a piece of paper when you're – in the play, so I mean, also it's kind of nerve, like nerve wracking, you know. So, how do you overcome those nerves before showtime? Well, I like to pray a lot. <laughs> the Lord gets me through a lot, and also it's fun. We know that we do want to do our best, but in the long run, we're all there. We all love each other. It's a school production, and it's just a fun time, you know. If you mess up, make up a line. I did that in every single play last year. I don't think I ever said all of my lines. And especially with our competition play, which we haven't even started looking at yet, we'll have about a month to prepare for that. You just, you go and you have fun and hope that you do your best. So uh, competition play is at Mississippi State, correct? Yes. So that's, uh, how many days do y'all get out for that? And like how, do y'all do the same play or do y'all have to make it like do another play for, for competition? Like how does that work? For competition, we'll do a different play. You have 45 minutes and that includes setting up your set, performing, and then putting your set behind a start line. And we're going to be doing a different play for that. I think from me reading the script the other day, it's more serious. It's not really a comedy or anything like that. Um, and it, yeah, we're going to have about, like I said, a month to prepare for that one. So, like, how, how many days do y'all get out of school? Is it just, like, uh, one or two? So, I remember, the, I remember them getting out of school for, for a little bit. I, I know exactly, but I don't remember exactly. Um, last year we spent the night. I think this year, I might be wrong, that it's in Tupelo. So, mm-hmm. we'll get out of, of school on Friday, and then we'll come back and spend the night at our houses and then go back. So, we're not going to miss a lot of school this yeah, year. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so can you kind of walk me through uh, how, how y'all do stuff like during the week and what y'all do during first block to, I guess, get ready for this the, the, the upcoming plays and stuff like that because I'm just curious as to, to what y'all y'all do. He kind of said, said a little bit about how what y'all do, but I just kind of want like a play-by-play, you know. Well, whenever we get there in the morning, we have recently started this week run-throughs. We haven't run through the whole thing yet. Um, so we started with Act 1 yesterday. We just – we're trying to do like we have no scripts we're getting all of our music the lighting down and we just run through it as far as we can get for that day and we get critiques and that kind of thing at the end of the day and then we start where we left off the next one and we'll start having dress rehearsals I assume by next week so so Levi is this your first year doing uh drama or how, how long have you been doing this so we've been in school for how long uh <laughs> August when I first started drama so I've been <laughs> So can you can you just walk uh, tell me a little bit about why you decided to join and uh, well how how are you like interested in like what made you interested in in uh, joining the drama team? Well, I had a few friends that did drama last year and they'd really like Molly and a couple others were really talking to me and said hey you should do drama this year 
and they would just keep telling me. And finally, I gave in. I said, "You know what? I'm not it." My original thought was <laughs> I needed pressure. I needed a class, yeah. but yeah. I didn't. <clears throat> so far, it's been really fun. I've enjoyed it. So, and uh, one more question: C- Can y'all kind of walk me through, like, because I'm pretty sure you have to try out, right? Can you kind of walk me through tryouts and what what that looks like and what Miss Hines uh, does to kind of see if you're fit to be in the in the drama club? So for tryouts, we have two different, I guess you could say, tryouts, one for the tech team and then one for the actual actors. For the tech team, you just write an essay. It's it's a pretty low-key thing. You know, Miss Hines reads it. You say what you can bring to the table, how you can benefit, like if you know how to work lots or if you're really passionate about it, you want to open the curtain, anything like that. And then for the actors, we have two, usually two tryout days, and you just go and you'll have a cold read, so you'll pick out um, a sheet that she has for you to read from. You'll perform it on stage, sit down, and then you'll also sing if you choose to do that. If you don't choose to sing, then you sing Happy Birthday in a Choir. Just make sure that you can hear notes to Carry some extent. Yeah. So I had to sing by myself, so <laughs> Well, all right, guys. We do appreciate you taking some time out from your rehearsals this morning. I know you've got to get back over there and get with this because like you said, sixteen days away from show day. So we're looking forward to that. So thanks again, Molly and Levi, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to TC Braves Nation. Well, we have our final guest in studio this morning, head volleyball coach Brian Middleton. So, Coach, glad to see you back in studio with us this morning. It's good to be back, Mr. Romans and Balin and Jaden. It's good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. So, Coach, uh, I just want to ask you, we've been winning a lot here lately, so I just want to ask you how that's uh, felt because we like I, I like it's, it's really nice to – uh, be on the right side of the wing column. So I just wanted to ask you how you've been feeling. I mean, we had the first playoff game on a Saturday, uh, this Saturday, $10 admission um, against the Louisville Wildcats. So let's just talk a little bit about how, how you've been feeling here lately. Well, for the most part, feeling good. You know, I hate I hate losing. I hate to say that like that, but there's no other way to put it. Um, losing is not very enjoyable. And so um, winning, winning feels kind of good. So, you know, we're, I guess, um, nine out of our last ten or something like that. And that one blemish to Amory in there still kind of, you know, mm, doesn't feel real good. But um, you got to move on, and we're looking forward to the playoffs starting Saturday, like you said, against uh, Louisville. So if you get a chance to come out and support these ladies, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, as you said, last Friday we lost to Louisville. So how is that adversity going to help us push and make us go ended up going further in the playoffs? All right. We, we lost to Amory. Did I not uh, say that? Yeah, no, you, you said Louisville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oops. Don't, Sorry. Don't, don't edit that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, yeah, it's a great question, though. Um, you know, we talk about, in practice, we talk about that um, that Amory moment. And, um, you know, I think even yesterday I was harping on it um, a pretty good bit just because it gave us a chance to see ourselves face adversity. And uh, we didn't handle it very well. And that's something you want to see – now not in the playoffs and so I just I think um, there's several teams that are at the top of 4A and we just happen to be one of those and um, it's going to be tough but um, we're going to go through another moment like that we're going to come out a little bit different Um, and so to go through it and maybe experience and figure out how to turn it around next time be be really um, important to us. Now that the expectations are higher since we're in the playoffs, have you changed the way, like the ways you, you're doing things, like practice-wise, coaching-wise, or, or um, 
just just something like that? Have you changed the ways you're doing things? Yeah, probably. I think coaching, um, you know, just just um, a little more encouraging probably right now because we're where we are, and it it's not like at this point in the season you're going to make a tremendous leap in something that you've been doing all year, you know, because you've been practicing this all year. And mm-hmm. so you're not – you're probably you're probably who you are is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so just encouraging the girls that, hey, we're enough um, and, and that kind of thing. And then practice-wise yesterday, we just did a lot of rep situations, a lot of serve-receive, you know, and a lot of just repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. And probably ad nauseous, you know, to your, to your absolutely nauseous of it and – sick of repeating it but um you know that's the only way that I know how to achieve those results that you want is just keep repeating something until you cannot get it wrong and so um that's kind of our strive you know what we're striving to do right now and um hopefully you know we we it clicks in a game and we 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 do it right a lot more than we do it wrong with you saying you're repeating and it's becoming monotonous how are you getting players to stay focused and keep mentally checking in and not yeah, that that was a struggle even yesterday, um, is losing focus in what we're doing and and um that that's a sign of maturity and, and mental toughness and uh them being able to keep themselves focused. I mean we're we're sixteen, seventeen year old, you know. I mean, we ought to be able to maintain focus and uh you know, you can go in some of these classrooms right now and they're losing focus in there at times. So, you know, that's something we have to deal with individually. And um, each person has to know their responsibility. And I reminded them yesterday of the importance of this. You know, you guys check out on us in the right moment and we're done. Um, because there's no forgiveness at this point. You don't get a second chance or a do-over. Um, after, you know, from now on, from Saturday on, it's win or go home. And so um, – it's up. It's up to them how far they want to go, and um, they have the potential to to be great. How do you think the Amory loss has prepared us for the playoffs? Because they're a tough team, and we're going to see even tougher teams in the playoffs. So, how do you think that has prepared us? Yeah, it was a reality check. Um, I think we we thought we were just going to go in there and win, and they showed up, and they had a pretty rowdy student section, and. You know, we made some mistakes early to kind of give them some hope. I think our first four serves, we service errored on. And so we were down, you know, eight to five, eight to four before we could blink. And they had a lot of hope. And then they, they have good players. Uh, seven, seven's as good as anybody we see. And so, um, she, you know, she was able to get rolling. And we, we, I think we allowed some of that, though. We allowed them to build confidence. And then we lost confidence, and the game's fragile. And that's that's kind of how it went. And so um, I think we're going to learn, you know, a lesson. Hey, we're going we're gonna to come out ready to play because ultimately right now you're in a one game at a time and you can only play five games. If you, if you are as successful, if you are the most successful team, it's five games. And so I'm just asking for dialed in, mental focus, five times and so I don't think I think that we're I hope we're gonna see if we're prepared y'all we're gonna see where we're at (laughs) absolutely and of course Monday night a little history made here on the campus of TC first ever division champions here so coach that's been a building block of your program uh just improving year on year so you know hey we're looking like we're sitting in a good spot congratulations to you all the hard work that your girls put in to uh, create a little history here and a little tradition now at TC. Yeah, it's exciting. We get to put up a banner, right? That's right. right. Get to put up a banner. A little district championship banner. Absolutely. 
Hopefully we can go a little bit farther, though. You know, it's, that, that's been a goal of ours, so we're proud of that accomplishment. But we're we're also excited, you know, with the opportunity to go a little farther. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for sitting in studio with us this morning in your not usual chair. But we're not going to change that up for the next uh, oh, week or so. Yeah. We're going to we're going to just let this one roll just like it is. So. There again, <laughs> that, hurt, that hurts my heart. To I, I know it, it does. Sorry, I'm super. I'm, the super, I'm superstitious. <laughs> the windows are doing right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. Well, that's all we have for TC Braves Nation this week. We do appreciate you tuning in, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Don't forget, be sure to check out the Lady Braves this Saturday at 2 p.m. right here on the campus of Tishomingo County High School. Admission is ten dollars. See you next week.